Good morning. Good morning. Java Delight will uplift you. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Grab your coffee. Stay tuned. This show is about to begin. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brandon Croucher, CEO of Delight Cafe. Elsa's over there picking a booger. And we would like to <laughs> catch you off guard. Shut the fuck up, Brandon. Right off the bat, my name is Brandon Croucher, CEO of Delight Cafe. I am honored to be with our South African princess today. Her name is Miss Elsa. Elsa, how are the sharks doing in South Africa? They are just, just swimming. <laughs> just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Swimming, swimming, swimming. Almost like the people here as well. We just keep swimming, eh? Uh, it, this, it's been a rough time. So, like, traveling yesterday, I my flights have been changed all over the effing place. And I say that in the nicest way I can because... My first flight uh, last Wednesday was supposed to be an afternoon flight, so I didn't have to miss anything. And my flight got moved to a morning flight. And then my flight on the way home, they changed while I was sleeping to an hour earlier, which messed up leaving and being able to do the show and everything like that. And then turns around and it was just bad weather. And one thing after another, a six hour flight ended up being almost 12 and a half hours and I just, I haven't been feeling 100%. So it's just been, it, it's been a long trip home. Um, I'm, I, let's add in the fact that my meds for my mental health have not come in yet. The doctor has not done their part, even though they say they have. So it's just been, I'm doing my best and I'm showing up and doing what I can. And truth be told, that's all you can do. You know, and I'm, I'm trying not to take anything on too much, but I'm trying to make sure I keep myself balanced. And let me tell you this, it's effing hard to keep yourself balanced at times. So, guys, I just want to say thank you for understanding and being there with us. And so freaking awesome. Uh, without you guys, I would be completely in left field and probably just running my head into the wall. So thank you. I think it was the energies the whole weekend. I've been feeling like that the whole weekend as well. It's just like things are out of whack. It's like everything that literally can irritate the shit out of you is busy irritating the shit out of you. And it's difficult grounding and just it, it is stable. I read a book on the plane because I needed to do something else. And the book I read was all, all about how... <sighs> Each water we talk like water and energy, everything has an energy, everything is real. And the whole thing is about the miracle of water. And what amazed me was the fact that I this this author has taken water from all over the world and he's done samplings of it. He's done testings on it. And he, they take the crystals of it and how if you speak negative 
to positive around the water and how it affects. And he's done this in many different parts of the world. And it fascinated me, the crystals, how they literally would go from a city where the water was polluted and people were like angry and all this. And him, he organized a, a walk, a walkout and everybody walked and they spoke positive and they walked around the lake. And then that winter, where all the gunk usually comes back up to the top during the fall and winter, it didn't come that year. And it was just like, he was like, this is the power of positive talk. He shows the difference of the water molecules from being negative to positive. And I look at that and I say, that is fucking us. We are 80% water. And like Herzog, I know you're going to correct me on that. Tell me the right amount of water we are. But like, we're a majority water. We are our own oceans. And I look at this and I say... What the F do we have to do to change things? And his whole thing was about how having love and patience. But once you give those, people take those as weakness. And how we need to take these, because we are all, all our own snow. We are all our own chemical. We are all our own energy. But the interesting thing is our energies, when combined, can make a huge, huge, huge difference in this world. And that's why together we are stronger than just individual. Go ahead, Elsa. I saw a video where uh, it's Kathy. Hi, hi, guys. Hello, hello, everybody. I just called Elsa. I, asked, I was traveling yesterday. I told her I hope she was able to get to you. I don't know if she did or not. I haven't even had a chance to catch up with no, her. No, we did. We, we, we didn't because we had a problem with our electricity at home. Um, but we've scheduled our bringing another person in on Thursday, on, on next Tuesday. So I've got us a friend. So next Tuesday, we will definitely be there for the whole class. Already we booked that written because we are on our journey of doing things the right way. And we have a diary and we wrote our in like an appointment to us, like our meditation and all that because of all the energies and what's happening around us and how just to try and ground us a bit more so it. that is definitely one of our that is definitely one of our things that we're going to do and then i've got two coaching sessions as well monday um and tuesday free coaching sessions from our guests Sorry. that they sent that is awesome today i have i have to catch up on all my emails because the emails i was catching up on um Every two emails I send, I'm getting five emails back right now. It's been a lot. And what's interesting is how fun it's been because I had some big things working in the background. I have some meetings today that are just, I want to cry with excitement. Uh, oh, so, yeah, yeah, just a lot going on. Oh, thank you. I'm happy. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you because I know it's been difficult and, and for you to still push through all that difficulties. Because I know when it's difficult for me, it's difficult for other people as well. And sometimes it's difficult pushing through that and still going for what you want in life. So I'm proud of you. I really am. It's been... It's been a it's journey. Been a, it's, it's been so hard. I, 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 I've gone five days without my meds. And that's a huge thing. That is a huge thing for me because without my medication, I'm, I'm, I feel my emotions like a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And when the doctor is saying they've sent it, but the pharmacist is saying they don't have it. And I have to like literally sit on the phone, both being someone that it takes, it takes not much to trigger me and get me angry. Uh, I have to always take a moment to breathe. 
God, does that suck. It hurt so bad because all I wanted to do was go to, like, yell at both of these people and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm a bitch! I'll bitch you, son of a bitch! Give me my drugs! Right? <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I just want my drugs. <laughs> so, guys, do me a favor. Say hello. Write a comment. Give me a scale. One to ten. How is your week going? It is Wednesday. It is hump day. Totally did all of that wrong. <laughs> We're getting us through the hump of the week. We're going on to the end of the week. We're going to be building each other up, encouraging one another. Ilsa has her letter of the day. She's going to be teaching us about hemp. I love it. And then we're going to be diving into how the rest of the week, if you don't have someone to hump, don't worry. We have CBD for you to calm yourself down and have your happy ass find a delight in life. Hemp yourself up. Boom. So, guys, let's start with... Tell us hello. Tell us where you're from. Tell us what you're doing. Give us something in the comments. Let us know how much we can spread love and positivity to you. And don't forget to like, comment, share, and get all that on there. We're almost at 400 subscribers. We're kicking some serious ass. And I only owe that to you guys because you guys are absolutely effing amazing. So thank you. Uh, Elsa, how's your day going, sweetheart? My day is going amazing. We've got an episode. We're doing Thinking Feet today, um, the band that we're interviewing. Um, we got 10 new followers. The name of the band of is Thinking Feet? Yes. Thinking, not stinking. <laughs> I thought you said stinking feet. I'm like, no, that's Thinking Feet. <laughs> stinky Feet. Guys, don't forget to listen to the Sam Daisy's Stinky Feet interview. Um, oh, and we got 10 new followers with that Francho van Koch that we interviewed on, 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 on Friday. He's posted on his pages and everything. So we're almost done with recording our second season and then we can start airing. But everybody knows he was on and it's spreading like wildfire. So the things for the Stone Daisies looks like things are going to go go where we want them to go so we're very excited about that i see you there at the house it looks so beautiful i'm at the house and honestly uh behind me right now is nothing because i haven't been able to set anything up yet and all that but uh honestly it's walls all this this is going to be painted a whole bunch of stuff i like we're doing a lot of work. Uh, some furniture showed up. Um, here, you want a funny story? Do you yes. want a funny story, Elsa? All right, I so um, I, I got a cheap bed. I used gift cards, got a really affordable bed. And my parents bought a new bed. Now, my bed cost like $300. Their bed cost a couple thousand dollars, okay? <laughs> they want a really nice bed, all right? My bed is a queen. Their bed is a California king. Basically, you, me, Brian, Fernando, Brett could all sleep in the California king and still have room for the pets, okay? Just being honest. I want so, one of those. <laughs> so the thing is, the ordering was supposed to go to this house and it ended up going to my parents' house, which makes things interesting because I'm not there. I'm in Texas. And guess what happened? My dad got all excited, opened it up, and thought it was his bed. Undoes it. And it's one of those like ones you order offline and you cut it open and it goes and then it's like air goes into it and then it does not go back to rolled up. 
So okay. it like, unrolls one from the screw, right? Like you better have it where you want it. He opens it up and puts it on his bed for him and my mom. And I turn around and he's sending us a message going, these assholes sent the wrong at the wrong thing. They sent a queen, not a king. He calls them and starts yelling at <laughs> this bed place. And they're like, sir, your your mattress hasn't arrived yet. Bullshit. And he's walking downstairs. He's on the phone with my mom and I screaming about this. So angry. I can't believe they sent me the wrong thing. Remember? Goes downstairs, opens up, goes to the box. He goes, look, it says Brandon Croucher. <laughs> oh, oh I'm sorry. I actually feel for your dad because sometimes I also just maybe you should calm down and not react <laughs> at the slightest little bit of inconvenience and just try and find it, out. It makes life easier. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard to just take one moment to breathe. You know what I mean? And that's all I was trying to do with him is uh, uh, like, hey, are you sure it's not mine? And he was all angry and it's okay. It happens. I get it. But at the end of the day, so now I have to figure out how I'm going to move that mattress here. Uh, my ex has sold her house. Congratulations. I wish her nothing but the best. Um, my furniture that was stolen by Sonny Von Thieven, I mean, I'm sorry, by other people, is... Um, <laughs> see, Ilsa, I don't have to have my jokes. I can have my own little ones. Um, but my furniture, we're trying to get back, but it's been nothing but a headache and police and lawyers is what has to happen apparently. So that's going to be fun. Um, and then Sorry, from there, it's just, things like that. it's bullshit. But at the end of the day, I, 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 it's like my ex, she has some stuff, but if I, if I can get people to go pick it up, it's one less thing to think about and it gets out of her way and out of mine. If I can't, she's already said she'll take it and it's whatever. And I wish her the best. Uh, I know she got a new place and sometimes that new chapter is what we all need in life. And that's kind of where I'm at is maybe I need this new chapter myself, you know? So you ready to say hi to some people and welcome our family to everybody here? Are you ready? I am. I am, I am boring. First comment. First com excuse me. First comment of the day. Mr. Brian Tracy, he was the winner. He was first. Whoop, whoop. And then Miss Crystal Wolf. I don't know how loud I am yet. So I don't know if the neighbors can hear me. And I'm going to have to figure that out by my howling. You know what I mean? Well, find out sooner rather than later. So just give it a howl. We see if somebody knocks. Is that better? Okay, so was that the loudest you could go? Not even close. Okay, was that <laughs> the loudest, loudest, so you can see how far you can push it? Hold on. Ready? Hold on. Got it. Oh! Was, that, was that okay? That was awesome. Let's see if he knocks. Let's see if the cops knock. If the show's over and nobody knocked, you know you're fine. You can howl all you want in your new house. Uh, Kevin, it's <laughs> call it howling. We'll call it howling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> 
Kevin, it is so good to see you, my friend. Love you, brother. Mike freaking Herzog. It's freaking early. <laughs> Thanks for being Thank here, guys. Thank you. <gasps> good morning, Sherry McQueen. Guess what? I got an email from Miss Renee. Uh, apparently, my interview went up today, and I got a very, very nice message from her saying that it was one of her favorites. She said, I've never laughed so hard listening to an interview and you you killed it. Thank you. So I will be sharing that later in the comments. I'm super excited for that. Jaybird. Oh, Rough ride in the Mile High Club. I didn't even get alcohol or anything. Now, I will admit, I did read a book and then I tried to watch Baby Boss. But Boss Baby does, was not as entertaining as the first one. I told you, I'm grounded because I was expecting it. Why do you think I, I stay by the water? She's just going to keep going if I let feels her the energy because she's telling us keep the negative energy. I'm also fire. I don't have a lot of water, I think. I'm not sure. Oh, set me up, fire! Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kathy. It's so good to see you, Kathy. Oh, wait, all of a sudden it shot to the end. I saw a few more comments in there. Where'd it go? There it goes. Breakthrough show, Miss JD. It's good to see you, Jessica Dugas. Have you had any more children since we've last talked? It's been kind of crazy over here. Uh, I heard you. I've only seen out. exercise photos of her walk and everything she's done. No babies. <laughs> no babies? Okay. No babies, uh, but she did on her walk. I saw her post. <laughs> I, I, I understand. And then... You're okay. Get the ba get your balance naturally. You don't need meds. Uh, can't wait to watch your interview today. I'm gonna cry at my interview because it really was a good one. Um, you do be strong. Uh, the meds need Brandon. Brandon doesn't need meds, guys. You guys have no idea how much I, I needed that. Uh, I've been getting a whole shitload of people that have been reaching out saying, "Hey, I love you. I don't know if you, why, but you're on my heart, and I needed that, uh, especially on this trip." Um, I try. Uh, so much anger over a bet. Right? Sounds like they need some CBD. Absolutely. Even Chris agrees with that one. <laughs> I know why Britt's rolling her eyes in that week. Uh, keep the negative energies out of here. Perfect. Great. Thank you, Britt. We will not go down a negative path. I will change that, and I will not bring up any Von Thieven anymore. Bring up what? <laughs> Nothing. I'm not supposed to bring it up. <laughs> but I missed it, though. No, I missed it. I, my mom, I, let me see if I could pull this up. Uh, my mom, they'll say, well, I see if I got this photo here available. Can you, you tell us what our letter? letter? What is our letter of the day? It's like, I, it I'll, is, I'll it's the letter D for D. The Light Cafe. <laughs> At the Light Cafe, our water-soluble hemp extract powder drink packets provide a consistent dose of CBD on your time. Our proprietary formula is lab-tested and provides a colorless, odorless, tasteless experience every time. Quickly find your calm, balance, and delight when you need it most. Selfish plug, I know. So... <laughs> Did you check out our site? <laughs> That's, I love how you like selfish plug. I know. It's like, yeah, me too. But the thing is, put it in there. 
If, and I put a sweater on because it's like our uh, my Mr. Rogers type of thing. And it is way too hot in this house for a sweater. But I, I wanted to have a sweater ready for when we did the letter of the day. Because where it's like, uh, what's that called? Um, Sesame Street with a little bit of Mr. Rogers mixed in. So <laughs> I want to show you this. And it's not loading. I'm trying to get it to load. But um, my my sister's dog, her dog's name is Luna. Uh, Luna decided to, she wanted to get, be a part of traveling with us. And what I mean by that is Luna decided that she's going to get in my bag and she's, Hey, come on, Google Chrome, come back. Do you see me, Elsa? <laughs> I do. So she decided no time for children. Did my 5k writing poetry and working on my book. Getting ready for December event and ordered my dress. Adopted a cat and yes. celebrated 40,000 views this month. Well done. That's amazing. That is amazing. I'm so proud of you. That is incredible. You don't need any more kids with 40,000 views. The Breakthrough Show, 5Ks, writing a book, mom of the year, popping out kids when she has spare time just so that she can change the world. One, like, honestly, that is a, I'm so happy for you. First off, I want to know about this dress. Is it a black dress? Is it a red dress? Is it a pink dress? What color dress is it? Does it match the purple of the breakthrough show's colors? And then what kind of cat did you get? And what, what is its name? I, I have deleted my Facebooks just so everybody knows this is not me being an asshole. Uh, it's a trigger to me. And when I don't have my meds, I needed to step away in different things. And Facebook was the first thing I had to delete. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm, I, I needed something different. So here, let me show you guys this because you're going to laugh at me. And this is the dog trying to come with us. All right. Do you see the picture of her jumping in my, my mom's bag? She's packing up anything I put in, she would take out. So what you can't see is, this, is it zooming in? It is. It is. All right. You ready? This is where yeah. I say God sneezed when he made me. So when I say that, do you see this part? Oh, I don't know if it's going to do it. Right here on the back of my head. You see how far back my bald goes? I don't have a forehead. I have a nine head. It goes so far back. But then you see where God sneezed making me. I was looking at the dog. I was looking at the dog. It goes bounce in and all that. My head is just a funny. Ooh, hello. My head is like got this divot in it. And I make the joke that God sneezed when he made me. And my mom thought it was funny. That's a cute picture right there. That's a cute picture right there. But that is I think, so cute. So. I literally had so much fun with my sister. I got to spend time with my niece. I got to enjoy my time. Um, good not, job not being 12 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did my best, okay? I'm, I'm finally a preteen. I'm 13. I'm 13 now. <laughs> I still have an Instagram. But, I need you know. Instagram. <laughs> Ooh, a red sparkly dress since it is a holiday event. That's why I asked if it was red. Oh, I love it. Um, the nails will be breakthrough purple. So far, picturing this in my head, freaking gorgeous. Uh, thanks to Nail Beauty by Brittany, Black Cat showed up at our door at our house. Funny enough, on National Black Cat Day, you can't tell me that's not a sign from the universe to keep it. And her name is Sabrina. 
I love we it. Had a, I love we, the, 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 the guest we had on yesterday, he also talks about yeah. his cat, Cleopatra, 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 Cleopatra. That's how we say it. Cleopatra. And, and, and talking about how the cat grounded him and, 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 and um, what I also had a cat like that. It raises your vibrations. They stand on you and then they vibrate like that. They do. It's yes. And they play with you like that and give you love and everything. So there's a reason they find you. I believe cats find you. So cats do find you. Cats choose their people. And that's the difference between a cat. Your box is on its way, buddy. I said, I know it was, I got yesterday. Um, blah, 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 blah. Sorry. I saw Brian's comment threw me off. Um, honestly, Jessica, that dress sounds incredible. I'm proud of, you know what, Jessica, you deserve your own fuck this morning. Um, I'm, I'm fucking proud of you. Uh, you're kicking ass, taking names and you don't let anything get you down no matter what. But at the end of the day, you're, you're kicking ass and I love what you're doing. Keep bringing the positive and keep being the change that you are because God, are you an amazing human being? Uh, I, and I say that with pure genuineness from a friend and a person who sees the trueness in you. So thank you for being you. And oh my God, Sabrina, I love black cats. Ah, uh, so yes, we did have our own selfish plug uh, today for D, but the thing is, we did that on purpose because D is for delight, and in life, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of animosity, and this is the middle of the week, and there's been enough problem go going on, and it's just finding that positivity, finding that thing, that reason to keep going, and truth be told, a lot of us need that. A lot of us need help and that camaraderie, and that's what this is here for. Go ahead, Elsa, I'll shut up. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, what you when you said now there's a lot of anger. I remember something that I read um this morning on 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 my phone um that said um you when you when you have gratitude for everything you get uh, life is much easier because gratitude and anger can't be in the same vicinity with each other. And that when That's you said anger, that made me think of that. Honestly, um, I honestly, here, the book that I was reading on the plane, uh, the, the Magic of Water, was talking about how the water that's not being filtered in Japan still ends up in South Africa at one point, and it ends up in, it ends up all over the world. But the thing is, when you switch it to a positive, it's so fast how much it can move in positive ways and influence people in a better way. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. That's the thing that a lot of people aren't hearing is that positive side of it. And that's what we're trying to do here is we're trying to change the vibrations into a positive vibration. We're trying to change the vibrations into that, that wealth dynamic of growth. And for us, that's all we're about. And it's about doing those things. And I was reading this book and he is just speaking positives over everything. He is literally speaking positives over everyone and everywhere this guy goes. And, and he literally, it's like Ilsa just said, how easy it is to see the negatives, but how hard it is for the positives. This author is all about finding the positives, finding the, the best for it and building the best for each other. And so that's what we're about here. 
Uh, if there's anything we could do that would help people, please let us know. And we want to make sure we raise your vibrations too, because um, uh, the D is delight. Like, oh my God. <laughs> that I, I totally. Funny. She says. That one caught me off guard. She says, we oh. talked about D and I wasn't here. <laughs> Oh, uh, Ilsa likes the D. Brian like Brian can't wait to try the D. Sure, let me clarify. The D is for delight. Like that's funny. That is funny. Yeah, and but they want some delight. I, I, it sounds really creepy the way I say it. I'll stop now. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's one, four, eight, four, two. There we go. Sorry, I'm trying to make sure I, I hit everything and turn it off. Uh, my oh, volume okay. was turning on in the background. So Elsa, today we have a special guest. Did you get to, did you get the chance to read the bio of our our new guest? I did. I did. You want me to read it now and later, or no? Yeah, I just was curious. What are you excited about? Because I was looking at his YouTube channel, which has a lot of great things on it, and I'm curious what your thoughts are. Whoa! As my camera starts to lean. Sorry about that, everybody. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm curious to know what lessons he can teach us with, with because he's interviewed some amazing people on his podcast. Yes, um, yes, yes. So can you imagine the lessons and the the, the 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 things that he can teach us? It's nice when 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 you walk away from a conversation, you actually learn something from it. Um, so I'm always excited interviewing our guests because we've got some amazing guests on on the show. And, and 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 trying to take away something from what they teach you because you can't always just take a lot you 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 process what you can from the conversation and you remember remember the things that that that, that that's going to change your life the message that you needed to get from there so i'm excited right. i'm excited to 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 learn more about his book and um where he wants to go with his podcast and what those kind of things I love it. So Elsa, you and I were talking this morning and you were having a rough morning and I'm, I, I'm asking you if you're willing to be vulnerable for everybody and just tell everybody what would make Elsa have a great day. What would give Elsa knowing her day could end and it will be phenomenal. It'll be a great day. It will be one of those where she looks at herself and says, I am amazing. And today was worth it. When I, if I can go to bed with a smile on my face and be happy. So but that's that my is, question. What that will is give what you that work, smile? What That's what I work towards every day. Just being a better person than I was the day before or, 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 or when I see that, that, that I have been triggered at, about something that happened. Just to learn the lesson and not be too hard on myself because I am my worst critic my worst worst critic um so let's how do we change and, and, that yeah to, to be a single mom at 40 and, and 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 chasing your dreams and 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 people not realizing what you have given up um to 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 to, to step out of your comfort zone and step out of that that that, that mental mindset of i am not enough um so for me, if I can get into bed and, 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 and learn my lessons, what I do is before I fall asleep, 
Thanks, Jamin. Before I fall asleep, I think a lot of people pray and I just like forgive myself for my emotions and my lack of confidence in myself for that yeah. day because um a lot of a lot of things happen and 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 and, and um you interact with so many people and, and and you can't always control how how those people react to 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 how you're feeling it is such an intrigue thing to navigate relationships and it's difficult oh thanks kevin you guys are amazing thank you so much so for me to be yeah and and and, and be vulnerable for people so they can see that they are not the only ones that go through it um that helps me it 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 it, it being being part of something bigger just takes away most of the suicidal thoughts and that that you get when you feel like this and it's not suicidal thoughts of i'm gonna take a gun now and and, and shoot myself in the head it's like the world will just be better without me you know you get so down that did i lose you no, no, sorry. I'm just trying to to. And, and, I was like, all of a sudden, it didn't. I was like, no, no. I I appreciate. So hold on. I, I want to make sure I clarify this. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I'm so sorry. I laughed there. I'm so sorry. I laughed there. You know how I get messages through my phone. On I get emails. Everything. Yes. If you write me a Facebook message, it comes through. I had somebody just send me a text message saying, hey, I'm watching your show. I want you to know I don't want to come across too supportive, but you can go eat a dick. And that's what they said to me. And then they wrote, love you, brother. And I just started laughing because I came in right when I said, Elsa, hold on. Let me clarify something. And then right away it said, eat a dick. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. That caught, that was timing. I, I was crying in my heart. I'm like that. Like, yeah. Now, you're allowed to have those moments. Tears are cleansing. You can't wash your clothes without water. You can't wash your soul without tears. So do yourself a favor and know that's why this is all happening. Your vulnerability, your willingness to show up, that's because you believe in yourself. You are a single mom. You are somebody who's bringing change. And sometimes we don't see that in ourselves. Sometimes we just need to hear that positivity. We need to see that spark in one another. And the thing is, how easy is it? How many times do you leave the house and then all of a sudden something hits us and it's like it blows out our light. It puts out who we are. It puts out our positivity. How many times do we go to go look at our bank account and we look at it and go, oh, my God, I'm going to die. There's nothing there. I better live off water and air. There's breakfast. Mmm, tasteless. Luckily, we've got, so the, we've got, I don't know how you say it, borehole. It's borehole. We've got borehole water where we live. So I don't know if you know what that is. It's almost like a well, I think, where that's, it's it's fresh from the ground. So it doesn't go through fil fil filtrations and everything. So the water's luckily better tasting than in some places. So if I have to live with water, I'll be fine. <laughs> um. But that's the thing. The water is not, you're an amazing individual. And you have to know that about yourself. You have to show up for only one person, and that's Elsa. I showed up today knowing that today's going to be a very busy day for me. 
today's going to be a day where I'm going to feel overwhelmed, but I'm excited. You just had somebody sprint behind you. Like the house was on fire. Like that was friend. It's my son and his friend. <laughs> I'm like, what the F is going on behind you? Elsa, are you safe? The giraffes are attacking. The giraffes are attacking. Thanks, CK. And CK says, Elsa, I'm here for you. You are worthy enough. Well water, boiling it. So, a hundred percent. But, but Elsa, you as well. I know that things haven't been easy for you as well. Fuck my life. Fuck <laughs> me. And, and no, I don't mean that literally. I, I mean no, that like we are it's all cool. going right. So then, how do I lift up? Look, you're not always going to have a great day. You're not always going to have a happy day. What can you do today? Like. I can make you laugh. You want me to make you laugh? I'll make you laugh. Okay. But let's see, didn't even have to do now. anything. I feel better now that 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 always helps for me. I just need to cry. I wear my 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 emotions on my sleeve. I cry yeah. very easily. I'm a cry baby. <laughs> I, I am. I cry at things that make me sad. I cry at people that are ugly with other people. I cry at everything even if i just i mean i cried on squid games i was it was so sad that that people feel so have you watched that squid game no i don't watch much TV. Watch I, I really episode. don't i'm not gonna watch the rest because i can see where it's going but uh on, on saturday or on sunday they tried to convince me that it was a, a game show and literally like they're killing real people on this real game show and i was like how can people do that and i went to watch it and i'm like oh it's a korean series why didn't you guys just say so but i watched the first episode and i got enough lessons that i'm on the right path where i am um, just watching that first episode because it literally tells the people in what cycles they are. These people are given a decision and they 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 decide for worldly things instead of their own lives because they. But how they often do we do that ourselves? Exactly, exactly. And exactly. that's not me saying you did anything. That's no, that's no. just being raw. Like I look at like okay, so. I stopped this morning and I got myself a hot chocolate because coffee's just ripped my stomach apart. Apparently the, the moment I stopped drinking coffee, I stopped having some of the stomach issues I had. Wow. And, right. Uh, I have not smoked smoked. I did smoke a little over the weekend, but that's because of the fact I, uh, I could feel my anxiety. My mom even said, uh, I look like I'm ready to fight everybody like my anger and that and she's like you could tell you're trying really hard to stay calm and then my niece was mean she cut my fingernails really low and hurt me i was bullied by a nine-year-old girl all weekend like I'm for real i made that, that like i'm like here sweetie come here yeah let's watch a movie together and she's laying next to me and she goes and starts biting me and i'm like why are you biting me she goes you taste good and i'm like don't bite me. And I flick her in the head. She's like, okay. She takes her, her mom used to do this to me. So I swear to God, it has something to do with the momness. Her mom used to take her nails and just dig them into me until I would bleed to see if how long I could go. I learned because this is why I'm so good at tattoos is I learned because of my sisters that when you dig your nails and then you try to hurt me, I can go to another world and you won't, I'll bleed and not make a face. I'll just stare at you. Be like, that's amazing. I can't let anybody hurt me. I'm like, really like, oh, that hurts. Don't bite me. And then I run away. Right? Like, 
Like, back off! Back off! Back off! But she's nine. I can turn she's nine. nine so I... <laughs> I, I turn into a nine-year-old very easily when a nine-year-old bites me. That is what nine-year-olds do. I'm a nine-year-old. I'm biting back. Like... <laughs> See, Britt, I love your energy here. You should have, you sh- should have fought everyone. I, I, I shouldn't have. I, 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 it doesn't do any better because then that negative emotion that I put out there just gets absorbed by somebody else that doesn't need it. it it's like me coming on here and being like, "You guys are all my problems." No, you're not. I, I, I can't blame everybody for that. A nine-year-old shouldn't act that way. I agree. And my niece has had a very unique growing up. And at the end of the day, she is, she's just testing her boundaries. And I had to, I, when we, her and I sat down and we we're reading, I pulled her close and I go, so let me ask you this. Why do you bite me? Cause it's funny. And I'm like, okay, is it really that funny though? And she's like, well, to me it is. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to bite you because it's funny to me. No, don't do that. Okay. Then I get to pinch you. And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, then I'm going to throw you in the pool. But the pool's full. Yeah, it is full of water. You better hold, hope that it's not too cold out. And I, I'm, I'm giving her how it's funny to me, but not to her. And you could see almost when the light bulb clicked on. It was still pretty dim, but the light bulb at least turned on. Like, she, she is a good kid. And truth be told... I'm proud of the fact that she is growing up, but I had to start treating her more like an adult and not a kid. Um, so yeah. Here, do you want to see something fun? Yes, please. So this is my flight. I made a time lapse. And as you can see, I'm flying through the air and the clouds separate for a second. And oh, then oh. it gets really cloudy. So we were stuck in that bumping for like 30 minutes. That's going oh. 120 uh like uh, beats per second. And then we flew around the city of Cleveland. If you watch, I go all the way around more than once for real. Like it was insane. How long we sat up above the airport for an hour because they had no safe place. They couldn't get us into land ready. And there's the Brown stadium. I zoom in and that red and white. That's that is the, uh, Cleveland, um, 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 uh, Tower City. <laughs> I wanted to help you. Brain. I didn't know what you wanted to say. So I was like. My brain went like, stop. And I had to, it just stopped in a heartbeat. Um, like, so yeah. Uh, Elsa, do not be so hard on yourself. Trust me. I understand many of the things that you may be facing. I too raised my kiddos as a single parent and now they are adults. And both in graduate school, pursuing master's degrees, whatever is going on right now, know this tough times don't come to stay yet. All come to pass. Things may yet. It all comes to pass. Things may seem challenging right now, yet you will get through everything that comes your way. God is faithful and you are going to make it through everything. That is very well said. That is beautiful, CK. What a what a great way of keeping this energy going this morning. So, guys, what can you do today? So, for me, like I said, I stopped and I got a hot chocolate. I needed to get gas in my car, and I thought it was interesting because on the gas pump, somebody had a sticker 
for last year, something happening on 425. And as I've said, that's my number. That's usually my sign. I'm headed in the right direction. I'm doing something correctly, stuff like that. This was a very big thing for me. And I saw it and I knew I was headed in the right direction, but I turned around and I had a $5 bill on me and I walked back in and I saw somebody counting pennies to be able to get their like coffee or whatever it was they were getting. I don't even know what it was. And you could see that this was like them strapping themselves to the final change that they had. I felt compelled when my gas tank was filling up to go back in and give it by them. And so I did. And I felt that was, and it's not me wanting praise. I'm saying Mm -hmm. that little thing is a spark that we can use for each other. How can you use that today? How can you see somebody else's snowflake and not let them melt? How can you see somebody else's fire and not blow them out? How can you hear somebody else without hurting? So, yeah, I, 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 I say all that with love and sincerity and respect in my heart. So please, I hope this is touching the right people and the ones it's meant to touch it will and the ones it's not meant to touch. I understand. Um, it's just beautiful. It's, it's true what you say. You don't know what's going on in that person's life and how you might have, they might have had the most horrible morning and um, you changed, literally, literally changed their morning and their day. And that makes a huge difference in the ripple effect, as we said previously, on how it changes people. Even the words of encouragement that, that, that you guys give me and everything, it, 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 it raises the vibrations thousands of miles away in another country. That is how powerful we are when we say beautiful things and give each other encouragement and all those things. Hi, Fernando. He did so well yesterday. I I watched part of the show, but like while I was at the airport, I was getting calls and texts saying, hey, don't forget you have a meeting at this time and you have a thing at this. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to make that. I'm literally sprinting to my next flight. And he's like, okay, I got you. And people were so understanding. I was sending messages all day going, please, no, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be an asshole. So amazing. I I felt so bad. Um, So pink or life. Life pink happens to all of us. Red. No, pink. Okay. I think you name both. I say pink. I say pink because we wear pink on Wednesdays. Do we wear pink on Wednesdays? I've got pink in my shirt. I literally thought it's that was your bra. Shopping. And I no. and I'm like, Elsa, <laughs> first off, I'm not flashing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't say no. I just don't want to get the, the, the <laughs> audience all like excited, and then we have to start OnlyFans delights. Like that's going to be an interesting thing to go, you know? <laughs> God, I do have OnlyFans page. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I, but, I understand. Uh, I saw a video yesterday, and I actually got kind of bold out when I saw this video. It's a girl on TikTok. She just shows you a question to make you think, but she doesn't give you the answer. And her question yesterday is, what do you see as punishment and why? And I was like, wait, what? Like, I've never been asked that. And I'm like stumped. I do not know. Wait, wait, say the question again. The question was, what does punishment mean to you and why? 
what do you see and and and, and i translated i don't know if i'm wrong um if is it is it um punishment in a thing that you give yourself or punishment that you give other people i mean but punishment in general what does it mean to you that's a good question why do people get punished uh, um interesting i i I have never like how do you punish yourself so all right hold on Uh, pink or red that's all you guys need to know write the comments for flower petals pink or red everybody in the comments uh, winning color, Mandy Atterbury is doing an art project or something. Tell us what color, pink or red. Care Bear Delight, that's exactly how it would go. We care for Ilsa, and man, was that a delight seeing you uh, <laughs> this morning. <laughs> just I love kidding. how you just rhyme with random words. It's amazing. <laughs> that's fast thinking. Sometimes we go like, what? okay, wait, that's... Wait, wait, Brandon. Oh, that's what he's meaning. Okay. He is just a little bit crazy. That's right. Uh, I say pink. Ilsa says pink. So everybody else, let us know what your color is. And yeah, don't forget to like uh, like the show today, whether you're on Facebook, uh, YouTube, or Instagram. Don't forget to like the show because it it's, uh, helps us out with our algorithm. And we thank you guys for being here and being a part of it. Um, so ask that question again while we wait to see about pinks and reds. Okay. So the, the, the lady makes a video and she asks, what does punishment mean to you and why? And then she doesn't give you an answer. The video stops. So it just makes you think of things that, 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 I mean, it makes you think of when you've been punished as a kid, why you've been punished, how you punish, how you punish yourself, why you punished yourself. Was it punishment? Was it? I mean, it makes you think. I've been racking my brain about this the whole of yesterday. Like, how do you punish yourself? Okay. So, what was your and answer? I, I I sat on the couch this morning and I and 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 and, and I just realized that punishment is for me is actually just you making someone feel bad or hurting someone because they did not act or do what you wanted or expected from them which i was like you know what maybe nobody should be punished because that's exactly the same that you do with yourself you punish yourself. I, I was just about to say like that's something that you we we do more damage to ourselves by doing this because think about how many times we do damage by saying something and it's not what that other person was meaning but we interpreted it like that and then next thing you know you're like f them i don't want to be their friends i don't want to be an acquaintance with them i don't want to know who they are anymore and they're not about me you know and when the truth is that's not how it goes it's they weren't being mean they probably just had a misunderstanding you know exactly exactly that's exactly what i mean and then you go and you you, you, like like you said now you punish punish that person because you 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 know that 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 you've been punished by being yourself to other people and 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 that is why you feel that you should do that i mean kids as well and, and 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 in general if somebody doesn't do what we want them to do these days then, then we we punish them. We punish them with with or or or, or you make a mistake, um, and 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 you punish yourself by not forgiving yourself and maybe fixing the mistake with someone or something, and just being hot headed. And that's punishing yourself. And 
So I just that that just put my mind. Would punishment for yourself include not having it good or nice things because you feel you don't deserve it? Yes. It's not the. It, I agree. It yes, it is, but it would be a punishment for yourself because you feel you don't deserve it. Hmm. So, like, and it's your determination of what you think is a nice thing. Uh, I am decorating this house the way I really am excited to be in, and honestly. I don't give a shit if somebody thinks my stuff is nice or not. I I say that because I remember when I had my first apartment, like on my own from the divorce and everything, I went out and I got a whole bunch of nice furniture, whole bunch of nice furniture. And the thing was, I literally, my dad came to the apartment for the first time. And his first thing he ever said to me was, oh, this is a shithole. And I remember how much that crushed me. And it was my stuff that I thought was so nice and was furniture I liked. And the truth is I let his influence and put a negative mindset on myself and punish myself for somebody else's opinion. So Mandy, if you like your stuff, if you like what you have, don't think you don't deserve it. Be proud of what you have and who you are and what you're bringing. Because truth is girl, you do a lot of great things and we let too many other people melt our, our snowflake, the individual that we are to blow out our candles. And, you know, I just, I want to see the well best said. in people. And I feel bad that Mandy went through that. Thank you. Well I appreciate said. that. So well Ilsa, would you like to read our guest bio? Cause he'll be on in the next few minutes and we'll get the commercial in. And that way he's right here. Awesome. Let me eat it. And uh, hang on for a second. Today we'll be interviewing our special guest, Mike Malatesta. I practiced that. <laughs> so I hope I practiced it right. He says, I love supporting and helping entrepreneurs bring their dreams to fruition, break through barriers and achieve massive success. I've lived in the shoes since I was 26 and I've been through and I'm still on the roller coaster they are. I have experienced the excitement, pain, grit and mistakes that come with every entrepreneurial journey. I am an entrepreneur who has helped start, grow and sell two amazingly successful waste management companies. One sold for mid eight figures and the other sold for low nine figures. I know how hard it is to be an entrepreneur and what a long shot it can be to achieve the success and freedom that are the entrepreneurial goal. I also know what it takes to get there. I am a servant and selfish leader with proven talent for developing exciting vision and mission initiatives, building the teamwork talent and system necessary to realize those initiatives and executing with a team to deliver the desired results. My new book, Owner Shift, How Getting Selfish Got Me Unstuck, is a philosophical memoir that reveals the secret to why so many entrepreneurs get stuck and how they can shift to free once again. Shift to get free once again. I like that. So I love you to death. Uh, we got every third word, and I still understand that Mr. Mike is absolutely amazing. That's all I gathered from it. I, it there was a lot of static in there, and like the internet went up and down. Oh, I got hi. that he's a leader. He is, and he he's a focused individual. I got a whole bunch. I know I read the bio, so I knew what to listen for, and it still was like I I was motivated by that. Um, 
he's he helps support small businesses. He's helping entrepreneurs bring their dreams to function, uh, breaking through barriers and achieving mass success. I heard those types of things. He is a servant and selfish leader with a proven talent for develop, development, developing exciting vision and mission initiatives, building a the teamwork talent and systems necessary to realize those initiatives and executing with a team to deliver the desired results. Uh, yeah. And he also has a book, his new book, ownership, shift, owner shift, how getting selfish got, got me unstuck. I swear to God, I just saw this book at the bookstore at the, at the, uh, at the, uh, uh, airport. Because I was looking at a whole bunch of them, and I swear that book name sounds familiar. And maybe I read his bio a few too many times. And if it's not his book at the bookstore, guess what, guys? We're going to pretend it was just to be, so I can make Mike feel really good. I'd be like, dude, I saw your book at the Austin airport. So, guys, we will be right back after a word from our sponsor. Hi, my name is Brandon. And over the past year, the Delay Cafe team and I traveled across the U.S., researching this rapidly growing industry of CBD products. What we have found throughout the industry were products that were inconsistent in dosage and used ingredients that weren't even lab tested. Products with chalky textures, bitter aftertaste, and worst of all, confusion among the CBD consumers. That's why we created Delight Cafe. A 15 milligram lab tested, all natural, water soluble, hemp CBD powder pack. It's odorless, colorless, and tasteless. Add it to your favorite drink of choice wherever, whenever, on the go. Quickly find your calm, your balance, and your delight when you need it most. Good morning, Mr. Mike. How are you today? Welcome to Java Delight, to the Delight Cafe. Super well. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks. I am so excited to have a chat with you because I checked out your book and everything. And there's so many things that I've read um, on your bio and and and, and um, uh, your website and that 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 intrigued me so much. Um, I want to start off with with, the, 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 with your book um, and the part where you say be selfish. I want to ask you. What what do you mean with being selfish? Is it selfish with time, selfish in general, or what what do you mean with it? Yeah, thanks for asking. Because um, I know like, when you say you know getting selfish, uh, it's got kind of this horrible connotation to it, right? Nobody nobody wants to be known as a selfish person, and not and I don't want to be known as a selfish person either. But here's the thing. Um, I sort of, for the first 10 years or so of my entrepreneurial journey, I was really, really, really into being a selfless person, a selfless leader, putting everybody else first. And and I thought that was my job. I thought that was what I was supposed to be doing. And I read, in the early 2000s, I read Jim Collins's Good to Great book. And, you know, he talked about a level five leader in there. And I so desperately i read that and i'm like oh i want to be a level five leader like that's like the number one thing i want to be but i i ultimately what ended up happening is i i i i I, that life that selfless life putting everybody else first um ended up breaking me right so i so 
So I, I land in what I call the valley of uncertainty and I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm broken and I don't know what to do. And I'm thinking about turning back and I'm thinking about stopping and I'm thinking about quitting and I'm thinking about doing all of these things. And then it occurred to me that where I was was exactly where I designed myself to be. Like I was the architect of this system that put me right where I was. And, and being selfless was uh, part of the problem. And I don't mean that it was part of the problem in that it didn't feel good to be selfless. It felt great. The only problem was uh, while, I was, while, while I was being selfless with everybody else, I was not doing my job anymore. I didn't know where I wanted to go. I didn't know what kind of future I wanted to create. And therefore, I wasn't doing a very good job leading people anywhere. We were just kind of going along. And I decided that if I designed that system to put me here, I can definitely design a system to take me somewhere else. And that's where the selfish part comes in. I needed to spend time really getting clear about what I wanted my future to look like, what I, I call it my property, what I wanted to own. And if I could, you know, once I could create that, then I could design a system to get there. Then I could invite the team to help me get there. Then I could give them autonomy to, you know, use their talents and skills to, to get me there. And then I could be selfless. Like I could be selfless because I had a purpose and everyone understood the purpose. So that's what I mean by getting selfish uh, uh, to get unstuck. So, Mike, thank you for being here. I appreciate you coming on and being so like honest with this because it's a, it's something that is a, is an area where having that shift is tough. And being in that leadership position, it's you want your staff to believe in themselves, but sometimes you just give too much of yourself to everybody else. And that's a hard thing to let go of. How did you know when it was time to make that shift as the owner and push yourself into that next phase and realm to be the best leader you can be? Well, uh, <laughs> I wish I could say that I knew it sooner, Brandon, but I, when I was in this, what I call this valley of uncertainty, I was, I was a lost puppy and I was all caught up in everything except what I described earlier, which is, you know, this perfectly designed system that I had put together and ended up exactly where I was supposed to be. For a long time, I was like, why is this happening to me? Why, why can't things be different? Why, who can I blame? Who can I complain to? Who's going to reach their hand down into this valley and grab me and pull me out of there and tell me what I should do and where I should be and where I should go and just help me? And, um, you know, <laughs> it dawned on me at one time that that help was never coming. So I could either stay here forever or do what so many entrepreneurs do. They expire in that valley, right? They just, that's just the end of the road. And I didn't want that to be the end of the road. I knew there was a lot more road to go. And because I knew that, I started to sort of venture here and there. And my eyes and ears were open to some message and I didn't know where it was going to come from. And it came to me at, at a breakfast meeting. And this fellow who, who, um, owns and runs some really high-end restaurants and it was very super successful at least on the outside you know he's talking to everybody at this chamber of commerce meeting and and johnny v says he got real quiet like you could hear a pin drop and he and he starts talking about this 
program that someone told him about called Strategic Coach. And in the program, you know, this guy told him that he could make twice the money or three times the money and take three, three, three times as much or as much time off as he wanted. And, you know, he was going on and on, but in a very quiet way, like he was almost embarrassed about talking about it. And when that happened, I felt like I was the only person in the room. Like Johnny was talking directly to me, even though I didn't know him or anything, I thought he was talking directly to me. And because my, because my, 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 my brain was, was into like this problem I was having, this seemed like at least a potential uh, step to a cure. And so I, I, I went right away and I, I, I investigated that program and I signed up for that program. That was the very first step to getting me out of this, uh, out of this valley and, 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 and understanding that I could design a future that was different than the one that I had designed to put me there. That is so, that is so beautiful. This, how, how you are in the right place at the right time to get the right message that you need to propel yourself forward. Um, I noticed, I see that you're giving away a chapter of your book. May I ask, yeah. why are you giving away specifically chapter number 26 and not chapter number one? Is there significance to it? Is that a specific chapter? Well, um, the book set up in four four stages. So it's the dream stage, the grind stage, the break stage, and the breakthrough stage. And I really wanted to give something away in the breakthrough stage because that's um, that's the part that so many entrepreneurs are missing. They, they get the dream stage, they get the grind, they get the broken, but the breakthrough, that's a tougher one. So I thought, and we, and we thought about this a lot, you know, what's the, what's the most appropriate uh, chapter to give? So we decided that the forward and the, so there's actually the forward and the chapter in there. And we decided that uh, something from the breakthrough part of the book would be a good, uh, uh, you know, a nice way to sort of uh, test drive, test drive the book. Thanks for asking that question. It's a good question. Yeah. I, I was like, dang, I didn't even have that one written down. That was a great question, girl. I love it. Um, so I actually, you're switching mine is as leaders, we look for the approval of others. Like you may, you made the comment that like we're, you, you were looking for it from others and all that. Why is that just so natural for people before they know it's time to make that shift? Well, and this I, is your opinion. I know that yeah, I don't want you to think yeah, like, <laughs> I can only talk from my own experiences, but, but for me, um, I think there was a little bit of one necessity at the beginning. And I talk about in the book, you know, me treating 10 years into the business, it was, a, I don't know what it was, $12 million business or something like that. And I was still treating it like it was a baby, like it needed me for all of its nourishment. And, you know, I needed to care and take care of it. But it, and, and so I think some of it was just ego for me. Some of it was just ego. Some of it was, um, that's what I was doing in the beginning and it was working. And I just thought, well, I'll just double down on that or triple down on that or quadruple down on that or whatever. And then I think there's, you know, along with the ego part, there's some, there's some validation for a leader or an entrepreneur and being the hero. And if you can, you know, position yourself as a hero because you put other people first and you are the problem solver or whatever you want to call yourself, there's, um, 
you know, that can be a kind of an infatuating way to live for a while. And I think that's, for me, that was uh, what I think kept me there for way too long. Um, because I just, I wasn't thinking about all the things I should have been doing that I wasn't doing. I was thinking about, ooh, look at all the things that I did today because, um, because I'm, you know, I'm the hero. And, I like that. I like that. Um, you've got a podcast as well, and your podcast name is um, "What Happened." How did you get to the uh, name of the podcast, and 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 what do you want to accomplish with your podcast? Yeah. Well, uh, so the podcast podcast is called "How Did It Happen," and uh, that name came to me because I wanted to explore deeply, explore the 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 roots of successful people. And I felt like a great way to uh, start that dialogue is to just ask them how it happened. And so that's how I start every show with just that simple question, how did it happen? And that's, uh, that's it for script, you know, that answer, whatever answer they choose to give me lays down the path for the rest of the discussion. And what I find interesting about it is that so many people that are successful, and you've perhaps uh, had this uh, on, on your podcast as well, is they're very prepared to talk about the things that they think people are going to ask them about. And I, I don't care about those things. I mean, it's not that I don't care at all about them, but I don't care much about them because those are those are the things that I think are part of who they believe they need to be, but maybe not exactly the part of who they are. So I want to get to the part of who they are. Why do I want to get to that part? Because it matters. It matters to people like me uh, who are always looking to elevate their game. I always want to elevate mm. my game and I want to learn from everybody that I have on the podcast. But in addition to that, there are lots of people out there and, um, you know, as a, as a CEO or entrepreneur, you, you know this, they're looking at you and they're saying, I could never be that person because they only mm -hmm. have a view of you in the present. They don't have a view of you in the past. And I want to get to that past and I want to really, really understand what happened and why, because if I'm listening and I think I'm thinking about the person that way, you know, in the present, not in the past, I want to reverse that so that I can put myself in their shoes at a period of life in my time, at the same time of a period in my life, and I can learn from them instead of being intimidated by them. I'm sure you hear from a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of life lessons, and you learn something from a lot of your podcasts, that, from your interviews. What would you say that your greatest lesson you've learned so far has been through doing the podcast and these interviews? Uh, so uh, I will say this: there is a there is a certain mindset that accompanies most successful people that I don't know how to create on my own. I don't know how to coach it. I don't know how to inspire or activate it. But um, I'm still attempting to inspire and activate it in the people that are listening because. I, I do believe you're born with with a mindset, but I also believe that it can be um, activated differently uh, if you hear the right messages. So I'd say mindset is one. And then the other thing I would say is uh, the, the the people that I've ha had the opportunity to talk with, 
are just like everybody else. Deep down inside, they're just like everybody else, maybe except for that mindset thing. And if I can put them back, like I said before, if I can put them in a in a position that's relatable to the listener at the at the moment in the listener's life, then that then that's like a home run. And that's not been hard to do because nobody wakes up on top of the mountain. No, you know, it just doesn't happen. They climb it. Um, maybe they get assists along the way. Maybe they have a Sherpa, you know, maybe they have good weather. Maybe they have all these other kinds of things, but they don't end up on the, they don't get placed on the top and look down and say, follow me up here. You know, that doesn't happen. So I'm trying to get to that. That's, those are the, those are, those are the things that I think I, I learned most and I want to get to most and share. Does that, is, is, does that make sense to you? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, you're looking through, you're not just looking at the individuals as leaders, you're looking through and seeing what they can bring for others and helping get out the best. So it's not that one stood out. It's you're seeing that they all bring a different thing that develops to be, help you climb the mountain of you. Yeah. And one thing I'll add to that is you, the, the, what's so interesting is that there are so many different paths to get to the path, to get to the place you want to get to. So there's no one path. You know, the, the people that come on, they, I want to get back to where they were. I want to, I want to, I want to show people that they're normal people, that they didn't start at the top of the mountain. But I also want, want people to know there's not, you know, this whole thing about, oh, here's the secret to this, or here's the, the, you know, the path you have to follow this. That's not, that's, I don't believe in that. I believe there are lots of paths. Um, and, and I prove it because these people get to where they're getting and they've all done it maybe a little bit different way. And there's power in that because if it doesn't feel, the path doesn't feel right to me, the way that, you know, Brandon does it or the way that Joe does it or whatever, or Susie, that's fine because you're going to hear another path with the next guest and you're going to hear another path with the next guest. And one of those paths is going to resonate with you if you really want to be activated. Can, can you give us steps on how I think it's difficult getting selfish with your time and, 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 and with yourself and, and, and that can you maybe give us some pointers on how to, 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 to step into that direction or how to start being selfish and yeah. not feel bad about it? Because I think the, 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 the biggest problem is feeling bad about being selfish with your own time and your own mental health and everything. Yeah. Good question. Um, so my book is for mostly for entrepreneurs. And the reason that it is for entrepreneurs is because I believe that entrepreneurs have control or should have control to create autonomy and create freedom or create whatever it is they want in their business. And I realize that not everyone has that ability in their life. So I, I'm not speaking to the world here, but um, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, I, I went, let's see, 1996. So, uh, so 12, 12 or 13 years, I went without an assistant, you know, to, to help me. Um, and, uh, and, and, and the business went from a startup, pure startup with zero revenue to maybe we were $20 million at that point, something like that. And, uh, like I said, I was kind of handling the business like it was a baby, like I, you know, like I, we had just birthed it, even though it, it was no longer that. And people had been telling me for a long time, 
you know, you, you need someone that can help you. You're doing work that you shouldn't be doing. You know, you're doing all these things that, that sort of contribute to the, the grind part of the book that I write about. And I kept saying, no, I can work harder. I can do more. I assistants are for lazy people and I had blah, blah, blah. You know, I had all these excuses. And the biggest thing that was in my mind really was if I get an assistant, what is everybody going to think about me? What is everybody going to think about me? And it's not like I ran it past anybody. It didn't, I didn't do a, you know, a doodle poll or, or anything. I just thought to myself, if I do that, people are going to look at me and go, wow, doesn't he think he's special? And so I didn't do it for a super long time. And then when I did, well, here's what was so amazing. As soon as people got used to, uh, to working with Robin, they could care less about me. <laughs> like, you know, it's, I talked about designing that system for yourself. So I was designing a system where everybody had access to me and I was, you know, trying to be selfless and put everybody else first. And I thought, well, that's what they want of me. That's what they need from me. That's all these things. And you know what? It turns out they were just doing what I asked them to do. And when I asked them to do something different, which is work with, with her, and she was able to address their problem or find the solution or do everything that anything that they wanted better, faster, you know, friendlier than I, than I did, they could care less about working with me. And they were super happy to work with her, with her because people want what they want. And I made it feel like people wanted, uh, you know, wanted it from me, but they didn't want it. It had nothing to do with that. They just wanted what they want. They needed what they needed. And so that's a good example of how, um, in my own life, I was sort of really hung up with, uh, you know, this movement towards being selfish. So that's an example. But what I will, to answer your question directly, I would say, look, if you're an entrepreneur and you're telling me that you are an entrepreneur and you've had some success, you know, you're not just starting up right out of the gate. You've had some success and you're telling me now that you, uh, you know, can't make the time uh, or you don't want to make the time to be selfish. And you can call it boundaries, or you can call it something else if you want. I call it selfish. If you telling me you, you can't do that, then I'm telling you you're probably not a very good entrepreneur because you're letting your business control you instead of you controlling your business. That's not what an entrepreneur does. That's not what a real entrepreneur does. It's what a lot of us do. I did it for a long time. There's a lot of gravitational force pulling you to do, to be, to do and be that way. But at the end of it, you know, you're, it's, you design the system so if that's the system you want, great. But if you want a, something more, then you probably have to consider a different approach and, and being selfish is, is one that's worked for me. What's been the most difficult part of climbing Mount Mike? <laughs> Falling back? <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> that's a great one, though. But like, I, I, I say that because... Uh, climbing Mount Brandon has has its challenges. And like you said, I love how you say you give to everybody else first. Uh, I, I, I strive to do that. And I realize how much it's hurt my business because it doesn't make me better and it doesn't make them better. And I feel, I don't feel, I know that's my next plateau that I'm supposed to get over. So climbing Mount Mike, I figure that was a big one for you that like taught you about climbing your mountain uh, what would you give advice to people that 
are stuck. Like me, I, I'm not saying I'm stuck. I'm saying in general that are climbing their mountain and what have you done to help yourself be able to keep moving forwards and not just make camp there and become comfortable? Yeah. Well, um, I think, uh, some of that gets back to mindset as I was talking about before. Um, but, but I think that once you've, if you've, if you've got it, if you've got the mindset to start climbing the mountain, you probably have what you need to get all the way up. And I will tell you what happened with me is I was climbing the mountain and doing really well. I mean, if you looked at it from the, from the outside, um, you know, we had a lot of success. Uh, you know, we were constantly making progress as a business. I'm talking as a business here, we constantly making progress, but where the business was on the mountain and where I was on the mountain weren't the same, even though people thought they were the same and I pretended they were the same and I tried to keep up appearances that they were the same. But the reality is the business never fell off the mountain. I did. I had to fall off the mountain or slide down the crevasse or whatever, whatever analogy you want to use um, to, to, um, to get to the point where I really started thinking about, is this what I want? And if it's not what I want, what, what do I want? So I think it gets to, so to answer your question directly, I think it gets to mindset and I think it gets to what I mentioned before. If you have the awareness to understand that where you are or how you're feeling is the byproduct of the system you've designed, or at least largely the byproduct of the system you've designed, that's the epiphany. So if you're willing to, if you're willing to be, to, to accept that, then that's the first step towards getting out of there and, 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 and continuing to, to climb that mountain. That is so beautiful. I like the way you said that. Um, how do you stay authentically yourself worrying about what other people think of your decisions and everything? How do you keep yourself accountable for staying authentic every day? Uh, great question. I, that's been a challenge in my life. I mean, you know, you've, you, sometimes you take these tests, uh, like predictive index or something. One of them, it has sort of how you are at work and how you are outside of work. And it basically shows you that you are two different Many people are two different people, including me. So um, for much of my life, and even today, I've been a very, very private person. And as I mentioned before, the, you know, I, I just always thought that if I showed weakness, it was really just me not working hard enough. And I didn't want that. I did not want that. And even when I was frustrated um, and, and deeply in need of help, I still would resist um, like the story I told with, about Robin, I would still would resist and I would try to, you know, grudge, you know, just work, um, work myself through it. And, you know, I, I, it never occurred to me that I wasn't being real or authentic then, because that's who I thought I was. That's who I thought I needed to be. And I wasn't conflicted by it. But now, I, you know, I see, you know, a lot of flaws in that thinking, a, a lot of, a lot of flaws. And I, and now I, I still, you know, I still have a high opinion of my ability, but I'm so less caring about whether I have anything to do with 
the execution of a solution, for example, or the coming up of a solution or the being the idea person. Now I see that my my real the the real me is someone whose job is to make sure that I get the best out of everybody that I interact with. And that's my goal. Do I achieve that goal every time? Of course I don't. Um, but that's that's who I am. That's, I think, who I've always been. Now I just am not afraid to say, I don't know. Or, or you know what to do, you know, or w- whatever those things are that I should have been saying a long time ago. I would be so much further along in life. And I know this for sure. If I had adapt, adopted that kind of approach and been less afraid of, of being exposed as, you know, someone who didn't know something, for example, or someone who didn't have the answer, wasn't smart enough to figure it out. Um, mm. then I am, if I had, if I had mm. reached that, if I had, if I, if that had occurred to me earlier and that's, mm. you know, so that's the thing about writing the book, right? I, I want to short circuit this. I mean, I want I want entrepreneurs to get as big as they can get and get there without getting stuck or stay stuck, you know, for very short periods of time. Um, because there, there's no, you know, you're, you're special. <laughs> you're special, you know, and you you have yeah. a future that's so much bigger. And I want to help you get there and and show you that it's possible because um, it is. What would you say some of the biggest challenges you see leaders struggle with when they are building their teams? Well, I, I mean, the one I see the most is I see so many successful entrepreneurs successful meaning on the outside who are just on a hamster wheel of activity that's not creating any value in their business even though they think it is um you know go to go to every networking event do you have a purpose in being there no but i have to be there why do you have to be there because it's something i should be at you know and you just have keep asking the why questions and the it goes like right um or or you know, why do you have to be in every meeting? Why do you have to, you know, but I love, so entrepreneurs who, who kind of, I, I adore and drive me a little bit nuts who, who tell me how great everything is in their business. And then they have to check on everything all the time. <laughs> it's so great. Why are you checking? You know, the best thing you can do, I think, uh, to find out how great your team is, is go away for a while and don't, don't have any interaction with them at all. And then come back and evaluate what happened. And that'll tell you whether you got a good team or not. Um, but when you're there to sort of pick up the pieces uh, of of every potential uh, failure, or you're there to just overrule everyone else, for example, um, yeah, you can you can say, well, you know, you can you can tell me you got a great company, but you know, the greatest companies that entrepreneurs run are the ones that run great without them. That's ultimately where you want to be. You don't want to work. You just <laughs> want to enjoy your life. So you want to build something that 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 you can be proud of when you're not there. I get that completely. Yeah, that is that, and I think that's one of the most difficult things because um, I, the, my previous boss that I worked for the steel company, they micromanage. I mean, and how difficult is it to 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 micromanage a a, a team? and not trust them that they will do whatever they need to do. Yeah. It's, and I talked about gravitational forces as well before, you know, you, you, I mean, in life, you most likely a lot of what you do 
And a lot of the actions you take and a lot of the decisions that you make are influenced by the people that you've come up with, the people you've surrounded yourself with or the people you've worked with or whatever. And they're not doing anything wrong. They just don't know any better. But again, when I talk about, you know, when in this book, when I'm, you know, I'm targeting entrepreneurs, they, entrepreneurs aren't working at, you know, in the, in the, you know, as a manager in a steel mill or whatever, they, you know, a place where they have to kind of, you kind of got to fall in line or you, 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 you know, you're not going to make it. Um, uh, <clears throat> but a lot of entrepreneurs are micromanagers. I was a micromanager for a long time. I still have, a, you know, it's hard. It's hard to walk past something that you know you could solve in a minute or you think you know you could <laughs> solve in a minute and just let it go and let somebody else, you know, deal with it and solve it for themselves. But it's like, you know, I guess it's sort of like that give a man a fish thing. You know, if you give him a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach him how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. And But it's hard. It's some people are great at not micromanaging. And it, um, I, I, want to study those people as much as I can because it's not my natural tendency, but it's what I've, it, getting selfish helped me become less of a micromanager and more of a, the leader I, I knew I needed to be. Mm. I like how you phrase that. Oh, sorry, Elsa, do you have something I didn't want to interrupt No, you? no, 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 no. Okay, cool. Uh, I like how you phrase that. So I'm going to ask this question and it's going to be a unique one is the way I'm going to phrase it. So have you ever had somebody who was great at managing other people's things, but then they have their own stuff and they're not good at managing that? So I'm going to use myself as the owner, the manager on this. Uh, I ran one of the world's largest Starbucks and we had the highest customer connections. We had cleanliness, of course, all these great things. And I stepped away from it to create my own companies. And I've done that before and it was a success with business partners, but this is the first time on my own. And it's like, I'm having a really hard time getting people excited with my vision. And I, I, I know I've led in so many different areas. So how do I make sure that I go back to not smothering mine and lead the way I would, like I did with this other corporation that I almost said their name of, and I do my best not saying their name. Okay. <laughs> Well, let me ask you a question. Have you considered why it's been tough to get people to uh, latch on to the vision that you have for the business? No, I, I've, I've seen it. And then I notice I surround myself and I'm not saying I have that now. It's been three year journey of it, but like I've really had a lot of people that they saw the dynamic of where my business is going to go and the connections I'm able to make. And they were waiting out the success and they weren't actually doing the work. And when I'd call them out on it, they saw my negative traits because they were there. It was almost like we were friends and not employee and stuff like that, where at this other job, I was, a, I was always the boss and people knew that and I could separate the two and I was more of a friend. And I saw that was my issues with this. And that was where I saw my shortcomings is I let people get too close and couldn't keep the distance on certain things. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, it's, it makes a ton of sense. So a couple of things I'll say there. One on that point, um, I've always been, so I, this is just me. I have always, 
And I think it's I think it's because I was so young when I started the so young, not compared to today, but I was 26 at the time that I started the first business and and I was younger by everyone else that I was working with by a lot. So I was I didn't have that natural sort of friendship uh I'll call it a trap for lack of a better word, right? So <clears throat> and 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 it's just always stuck with me that I have a line between the people I work with and and the people and me, right? I I'm I'm friendly with them. I will do anything for them, all that stuff. But I don't become friends with too many people that I work with. It just has never. I just I feel like there's you know there's an end of a road for everything in business. There just is an end of the road for everything. But there, and if there's a friendship involved, it's that end of the road becomes tougher or any tough conversation becomes tougher or any expectation becomes tougher. <clears throat> you name it, it becomes tougher. But going back to your thing, when I was listening to you, I was thinking to myself, okay, so you have, because this is, I know this is what's happened to me. Um, you have a great vision. You can see it clear as day and and you're not understanding why people aren't as excited about it as you are. And I feel like almost all the time that comes down to they are excited for you. <clears throat> They're just not excited for them. They don't see how your vision is going to make their life better. And, you know, we're in the, we, we, my businesses have been the waste businesses, you know, where we're cleaning up after people and um, we could look at it and say, oh man, we're doing the lowliest of low work. And if that's, you know, kind of the vibe that people had, even though I could be saying that the vision is, you know, to, uh, you know, clean the world, let's say everybody's behind that. Right. But my, but what I'm saying or what my management team is saying is like, Hey, like who's the lowest guy on the totem pole that can, that, that we can send over here to clean up this thing that nobody else wants to do. Well, what's that guy hearing? Is he hearing that I'm cleaning the world or is he hearing, Oh, I see. This is what, this is what the people that don't matter have to do. And so I think there's, that's and what really hard thing about being an entrepreneur or being a leader of any kind is, you know, you 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 are you going to talk about your vision and apply it all the time so that everybody knows. And of course, when I say everybody, you're never going to get everybody, but every everybody you that everybody knows and understands that what they're doing is important to achieving the mission. And because it's important achieving the mission, it's good for them as well as it's good for everybody else. But if there's a disconnect in there, and there is often a disconnect, um, people don't see why your vision is really important to them, and so they don't doesn't make their life better. So they're not going to like go all in on it. I don't know if that's helpful or yeah. Do okay. you want to ask? Do you want to ask another question, Brandon, of that one that's? He I, honestly, he, I, you answered it great, Mike. I get exactly what you're saying. And it, the advice you're giving is it, it, it influencing others is one thing, but being able to inspire others is another. It's that teaching a man to fish to um, just giving them a fish. And sometimes you can teach people how to fish, but they still don't have a fishing rod or they still don't. And, and there's always a reason. And it's being able to show the best in them. And that way it's not just me giving, it's them seeing that they're doing it for themselves. And that's a hard, that's right. Challenge. Well, like Elsa was saying about the micromanager, the micromanager can influence you to do things. 
Yeah. Right? You, you are influenced to do things that the micromanager wants you to do, but you're not inspired by them. You don't think it's yeah. good for you, but you know, you're doing it. Uh, and so, yeah, good point of bringing that up. You can influence people. It's different. Hmm. I appreciate I like that. That was great help. Sorry, Elsa. Go ahead. I just, I, thank you. No, no, no worries. Um, I see what Mama Gotti's um, comment here that says everyone needs to feel valued. Um, as an entrepreneur, how do you how do you make people feel valued, and how do you inspire people to 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 see your 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 vision that you have? How it can benefit them in the long run? Yeah. So the the. Lots of ways, but I'll tell you one way that I think has been super effective for me, and it's going to sound really old school. Um, but I think old school is really new school uh, today. And that is, I uh, have a habit of writing people handwritten notes that I send to their home. Uh, and, I, and, and in the note, I applaud something about them or I address something about them, but I do so and attach to something very specific. So um, I don't say, oh, hey, you know, great job. Thanks for being part of the team. You know, Mike, I, 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 I tell them specifically how I'm feeling about them. I tell them why and, and I attach it to something that I've observed or heard about or otherwise experienced. And I send that to their home you know, nobody gets mail anymore. So it's like, oh, there's something hand addressed to me at home. They open it, they read it, and it makes a difference in their life, but not just their life, because they show it to their spouse and they show it to their kids and they're like, look at this. And it makes them feel like they're valued. And because they are, they are, because <laughs> I do value them. And it's, you know, I could shoot them an email and it would be much faster. Um, and maybe as effective, and maybe I'm convincing myself that doing it my way is more effective, but the feedback that I've gotten from doing it the way I choose to do it has been very gratifying over, over the years. I mean, people keep the notes and they bring them up years later. Nobody, you know, hardly anybody brings up an email years yeah. later. Yeah. Emails get pushed to the side, but that handwritten note is something people see. And I, I think that's amazing that you do that as a leader. Uh, I think it's funny. I started doing something like that and then putting the packets of delight in there to like say, Hey, I hope you're having a good day. Thanks. And stuff like that. And then the excuses as a leader came in like, Oh crap, I gotta get this done. I gotta get this done. And then I forgot about them, but I still have them sitting there. And I think that I, I hearing you say that just is like that push on me. Like, all right, you've been waiting like to send these out. Why haven't you gotten them out to encourage people? And right, 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 right. that's like hearing you say that I'm like, Oh man, way to universe throw a rock and hit me in the head. David Goliath style, you know, like <laughs> well, so I, my, everybody, for, there's a tendency to, for stuff to get in the way. So don't feel bad about that. But what, what I do to try to short circuit that is I put the note cards right in front of me, the, the blank ones, because I know, you know, I know I want to send these three today. So I put three blank cards right in front of me and I don't leave until I've, I've done them. And then that's, that's that. But if what I waited, for, biggest... if I waited to go in the drawer and get them, I would forget to do it and I wouldn't do it. And the moment would be lost. That's, that's, I, I literally write them out, 
put it together, put it in the envelope. And then I'm like, Oh, I need to go get stamps. And then I forget about them. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like making my mistakes. And it's just such a simple thing that it's easy to fix, but people don't even like we, I forget it myself. You know, what is something you're reading right now? Cause you wrote a book. So mm-hmm. I know you're a reader. What would be top three books you would recommend everybody should have to read at least once in their life? Hmm. Well, um, Top three is tough, but I uh, think Think and Grow Rich is a book that uh, by Napoleon Hill that has uh, impacted me a lot. Um, I just, I don't know. Have you read I his have, other book? I, I've read um, uh, the one about the, the devil. Outwitting um, the devil. Yes. Yeah, I have read that book as well. I like Think and Grow Rich better than that book because I thought, you know, it was one of those books that when I read it, it so kind of blew me away. And and I know that you know he they say well you know well he took this from here and he everybody does that. But the way he assembled it and put it together, I was just uh, blown away by by that book. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And um, I uh, Sapiens is a book that I really enjoyed that's by uh, uh yuval herrera or harari okay yuval harari and it's about the evolution of of us and it's exquisitely well <laughs> researched and and well written um it's a big it's a thick book so it takes a while uh, but it's but it's a fantastic book and i'd say uh, Atlas Shrugged had a very meaningful impact on me. Ayn Rand's act, uh, Atlas Shrugged uh, it took me a summer to read that book, <laughs> but uh, her her thought process, uh, you know, the, about how the world works, and the way, and beyond that, the way she's able to write conversations between individuals as a, someone who enjoys the craft of writing was just it just blew me away. But those those three books are definitely top, top books. Awesome. I was waiting for you to say your own. <laughs> oh. oh, shoot. You set me up for the perfect thing and I just blew it. Okay. Now, you hold uh, it. You want me to try it again? What's the number one book everybody needs to read right now? <laughs> well, obviously it's ownership. How getting selfish got me unstuck. Thank Duh. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, of course. You've interviewed quite a lot of people on your podcast. I think you're on um, how many episodes? Is it 200? Over 200 yeah, episodes? Over 200, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was your most memorable interview that you did and, and, and what lesson did you take away from that interview? Well, I'll say, uh, I always say the next one is the most interesting one that I'm going to do because I always feel like if I say something else, I'll slight someone. But I will say that one of one of the most unique stories that I was able to explore was Sam Schmitz. And Sam was an indie race car driver who, um, uh, it, during a, during a, um, you know, a practice run, he crashed his car and he became a quadriplegic. And, uh, he, you talk about mindset, this guy's mindset is just so incredible. So he's been a quadriplegic for decades now, but his first, thought after becoming a quadriplegic was, and, and the doctors telling him he would never walk again was of course, you don't know me. And he started a foundation 
he owns an indie uh you know an indie car race team you know where he's got three cars and he's you know just super successful in a wheelchair you know not being you know he, he can talk of course but he's very very limited otherwise um and he's just committed his life to his love of racing and it didn't so it didn't sideline him he's i mean how many quadriplegic people do you know that are running that are owning race car teams or any business for that matter not many um you know, and he's still, still, uh, you know, his foundation is still working to cure cancer or to cure uh, spinal injuries. Now, of course, that hasn't happened yet, but he's worked with partners um, at Arrow Electronics, I believe, and and others at Corvette, and they designed a car that he could drive. He has a driver's license. He drives the car with his eyes and his mouth. Um, you you can look at him up on YouTube. It's amazing. Like Jay Leno's come and driven with him and other people. And, you know, we're getting to the point where these exo exoskeleton uh, devices are becoming more and more uh, available. And I do believe that Sam's going to get himself in one of these devices and he's going to walk because he's giving, giving up on walking is not something he's willing to do. He's frustrated that it's taken this long, but you know he's he's just an amazing uh, individual, and so he he comes to mind. That's a great one. Wow! Like my mouth was like wide open there for a minute. I had to like catch myself. Like yeah. uh, he raced like, that he raced that Corvette up Pikes Peak. If I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a very treacherous, uh, dangerous thing. With he raced that car up Pikes Peak with the way I described using his eyes and his and his mouth blowing into things to to drive the car which is I, 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 it's hard to do that as a as a fully operating human that's a very right? thing to do like yeah. he did this with wow like my my god that's amazing like yeah, yeah check him out he's he's got something going on there that's for sure so with everything you've been through and you, you've lived a good life. You've had a lot of great experiences. You've now got your book out. What was the most difficult part of making, of getting your book and writing your book and all that to get this out? What was something that was a challenge that made Mike have to push to his best level and challenged him? Yeah, uh, the organization was one. I, you know, I started writing what I thought would be a book you know, 10 years ago or so. And it was at that point, I was a writer and not an author, you know, then they, you, there's a big difference, you know, between someone who just writes stuff and, and doesn't really maybe have an idea of how it's all going to come together. So I just imagined part of me that it would come together uh, organically without a system or without planning or, you know, all this stuff that I tell people not to think about you're not to do, you know, when you're in business, it's probably not going to work. That's how I approached writing a book. But then um, I, 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 I hired a company called Scribe Media and they, they were fantastic because they, uh, they didn't write the book, but they gave me all the organizational structure and support that I needed to, to, uh, and, and the, you know, they helped me create the discipline to actually do it. Um, and I think, once I had that, the hardest thing became what are the stories that you actually want to tell and how much do you want to tell? And they were really good at, and I recommend this for 
anybody who's looking to write a book to to at least uh, you know talk to scribe <clears throat> or someone who's who who's done you know really really nice work with a book but they um they really uh encouraged and i'd say even sometimes demanded that you tell a story that's way more interesting and deep than the one you've just written you know you you just wrote a story that is maybe halfway to the real issue you know the real thing and you don't want to go the rest of the way because it's scary to go the rest of the way and they help you you feel okay and feel required to go the rest of the way so i would say that's that was the hardest the system and then doing it um going deeper was hard and writing about things that you don't want you know like i told you guys at the beginning i i you know, I was a very private person and I, you know, making, making mistakes or being wrong or question, you know, doing all those things felt really uncomfortable to me and, and they still do to some degree. And when you start writing it in a book, it really does, you know, and so they pushed really hard for that and, and they made the book a lot better, uh, as a, as a result. And they made me a much better, um, author, a much better thinker about how to do these things. Uh, Mama G, and, and I think there's a lot of, of, of people out there that, that, that maybe is thinking of writing a book. And Mama G also asked, is it difficult writing a book? How did you, how did you start writing your book? Uh, is it difficult to write a book? Sure. Yeah. And everything, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's, it's really hard, um, f I think, for most people. Um, but it's like anything that's hard in in life once you design once you have a framework for it and you start taking those steps towards it it becomes you know manageable and then ultimately inevitable it's just getting started and um even my book i i i this was not the book that i wanted to write i that you know that's not the book that i thought i was going to write when i started but the fact that I got started and I was writing 250 to 500 words a day and I was doing that religiously in the framework that, that Scribe had provided to me, the, the path of what I wanted to do be, started to become clear because I was doing the work. I think that thinking about writing a book is, at least that it's been my experience, that wanting to write a book or thinking about writing the book is pretty much a waste of time just write the book um, and don't worry about, oh, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know where the end is. Start writing the stories that you think are going to be important. doesn't matter what order they're in. Start writing those and then start to organize them a little bit and start keep writing and keep writing and that'll, it'll come to you. Thank I you love so how you much. said that, but you just got to keep writing. Um, I, I I remember the first time I journaled. Uh, <laughs> I did a sober October and I started journaling during it. And I remember the first time I started journaling, I wrote my mentor and was like, hey, what do I write about? And she writes back, just start writing. And I didn't know what that meant. And so it was difficult for me to be able to like just start writing. And now... I sit down the other day, my mom and I were stuck at the airport for hours and I wrote my mom sitting next to me and she looks over. She goes, 
you wrote nine pages. And I'm like, yeah, I was in the flow. It, it happens, you know? So yeah. I, I, I like that. You're like, just keep writing. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I'll add that scribe and I know I'm sort of promoting scribe here, but they go to their website. They have so much free stuff that they will, and they'll tell, they will tell you on their website exactly what you need to do to write a book. You don't even have to pay them if you don't want to just take what they have. And if, if, if that works for you, use it and they will tell you that they provide the path to write the book. I needed a little bit more um, than that because I was not going to write the book I needed to write by doing it, by just following their, their path. They, I needed some personal interaction to help me. There we go. I found it scribemedia.com correct yeah. yes mm -hmm. um i got it you've been sharing it i'm going to share the link right here but because we don't you're not a part of scribe what we're going to do is i'm going to pull your youtube channel up so everybody knows to go to your youtube channel okay oh, actually go click subscribe click the subscribe ring the bell make sure to follow his notifications how'd it happen podcast Great way of connecting and seeing businesses and business owners be able to get the best out of themselves. Uh, I was going through looking at the like deep breathing awareness, the five habits that lead me from a boxing ring to the boardroom. Like there's a lot in here. That's a lot of knowledge that people need to hear and share. Uh, I also want to make sure I share your web page with everybody um, because oops, I shared the wrong one. There we go. Uh, share your web page with everybody because of the fact that that's where they can connect with you. Uh, your book, is it on Amazon or anything or just go to your website and be able to do it? Yeah. So right now you, you can only get the free chapter. So we're not launching the book till uh, November 30th. But if you get the free chapter, I'll have your information and I'll be able to uh, let you know when the book comes out. Perfect. Um, all right. Then guys, go here. You'll enter your email address, which is right there. Brandon at Delight cafe.com and then first name brandon if you couldn't guess that and subscribe guys do it yeah and if you if you go to the book uh tab that's where you can get the free chapter as well you got it and then go to your book tab need a website and then book boom free chapter right there boom click it and get it right there that's not me. That's Brett. So the way we end every episode of Delight Cafe, Java Delight, is we actually talk and speak positives into everybody's life. Uh, you'll see it's simple. We What we want to do is help people be able to find their best version of themselves, help them know that they can be able to get that. And as simple as just holding a door, buying the person behind you a cup of coffee, walking away from a fight that maybe you know you don't really want to be involved in and uh, whatever that may be so ilsa is going to go first to show us how it's done and then okay. i'll go and then mike you're going to give the final word of the day and i'll hit the button to take us out sound good my friend oh let's give it a go yeah awesome ilsa speak us girl you're muted Today is hump day. <laughs> Let's start that again. Thank you, Brandon. I forgot I muted myself. One of the flying, crying baby birds flew over, so it made a noise. So I had to, 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 to mute you guys or mute myself. 
today has been difficult. It's difficult sometimes to get vulnerable and 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 put your emotions and the way that you feel inside your head in words, so that other other people can understand where you're coming from because everybody has a a a a. a uh, life and problems and, and 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 trying their best to 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 move into a better space um today if you feel like 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 saying what makes you sad don't ever hold it in maybe breathe see what triggers you and talk to somebody that you trust and 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 and, and tell them what is wrong and what you need help with and everything do not hold it back and in for yourself um i ask the universe usually for a message and everything and i saw this piece um the entire world and every single detail in your day are all showing you the frequency within you the evidence of your frequency is speaking to you in every moment through the people that you experience the circumstances and the events life is mirroring back to you what you are holding inside you so it's not always the outside world but what is inside you um and then i got a card as well that says beware of the boomerang and it says the words you use to describe others make sharp u-turns your judgments criticism and compliments boomerang back to you what you say about others you are also saying about yourselves so then i just want to say be kind to yourselves you also deserve kindness don't always just be kind to other people be kind to yourself as well honor your feelings honor honor your journey where you are and 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 and, and see why you are feeling the way you feel and ask for help and talk to people there are a lot of people that want to listen and care about you you guys are amazing thanks for holding space for me when i was vulnerable it means a lot thank you so much have a wonderful mm -hmm. wednesday sorry i clicked out a little too early sorry no 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 it's fine sorry i, I i'm not walking in elsa's shoes i don't walk in mike's shoes i don't walk in my sisters my nieces or any of yours and at the end of the day I have to be able to know that I have to take those steps myself and as challenging as they may be for me, understanding that there's everybody around us that focuses on building each other up, that focuses on finding the best in one another, that send messages just to say, hey, keep going when we least expect it. Those are big things in a lot of people's lives that we don't know we do. Hmm. Remember, I'm not walking through Ilsa's shoes or in Ilsa's shoes. She's not walking in mine, but I'll send her a message and let her know that she's important. I just, that, that little thing makes such a difference in so many people's lives that today, use this Wednesday to get through the hump of the week because it seems like there's a lot of people really hurting right now. There's a lot of people really sad. There's a lot of people starting to have seasonal depression starting to kick in. And the best thing you can do might be just say, hey, <laughs> you're cool as hell. Hey, thanks for being you. And you might change somebody's whole day around. Hmm. Okay, those are those are you know different shoes, but big shoes to follow. So I'm just gonna say, say please and thank you to people today, and tell someone that you're grateful for mm -hmm. what they've done for you, and 
if you're so inclined, send someone a handwritten note that makes their day. Mm. Love that. Love that. Mike, thank you so much, guys. Owner shift. Get your shift together. So, <laughs> guys, thank yeah. you. A great one. Mike, you're welcome back you. anytime. Thank and you. Thank you for being here today. And also, great Brandon, welcome. thanks so much for having me on. It's been great. Absolutely. That was so amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Have a good one, guys. Have a great Wednesday. Make the best of it.